Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You know what, I was going to try and start this podcast with something different other than, well, here we are. But th- I think that's become my catchphrase now, mm. Louise. Let's just, let's just say I'm going to start it from this point onwards. I think it's bad luck are. if you change it at this point. I don't want to get to the stage where people might be getting t-shirts made of so my catchphrase. <laughs> and then suddenly change it up, do you know what I mean? It'd be, it'd be too tricky. That's our branding. Let's stick to it. It works. Uh, welcome to the A to Z of the 1990s. Thank you to each and every one of you for subscribing and help us spread the word. We really appreciate that. Uh, Louise, how has your week been since we got involved with the K's last week? Oh, yeah, I really enjoy K's, actually. Um, yeah, it's been good. Um, I know it's a... T- Basically, it's a two coffee kind of day, and that's very rare for me. Um, uh-huh. I'm usually a one ca- coffee kind of gal. I'll do one before midday, and that's it. But today... Wow. I know. I, I can't. I'm, I'm pretty highly strong. How can you do that? I, I don't know if I'd have the self-control. I, I, I Sometimes I like the jeopardy of maybe having, you know, three or four coffees, and then by five o'clock you can hear voices in your head telling you to do bad things. I just think one is perfect. Gets It kind of kicks me out of bed and gets me going. Um, and But this today is a two-coffee kind of day because I woke up with a sore back bush. Oh my, oh no, not, not you as well. I know. I actually, What's going on? I actually woke up, you were my first thought. I was like, that bastard. He somehow <laughs> spread this to me. I'm oh, right. I thought you were going to be like, oh, I really empathise with no, you. No, 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 no. Your no, first no. thought was that bastard. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. I was so angry at you. I was like, oh, my God, it's like a podcast virus. He got a bad back. Now I got a bad back. And I'm not going to lie. That's why I'm on the second coffee, not feeling great. And any advice? Welcome to my world. I've been like this now for about three months. Uh, I've got sciatica. Mm. Sorry to start the podcast with occupational therapy chat. But um, the only thing that kind of takes the edge off it is three or four cans of premium strength lager in the evenings. That's the only thing. I was was thinking the other day, actually, wouldn't it be great if there was an actual doctor that um, didn't do any, like, medicine prescriptions? All they did was recommend different combinations of booze. Oh, go on. A booze doctor. Okay, so what what would they be prescribing for a bad back? Maybe that, maybe like two gin and tonics and a sambuca or something, or arthritis in your knee, um, just a lager, a lager top. Or like for period pain, a hot whiskey. 
hot whiskey. Get a hot toddy, Danny. That'll sort it out. And then uh, they give you a voucher and you go to Bargain Booze. That's your prescription. And away you go. Love it. Bush, I mean, you always look lovely to me. You know that, right? Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, but you do always look so lovely. But I do feel like this bad back has taken you out of the game. You're a different colour than you usually are. Yeah, I'm a kind of ashen colour. Yes, you I've, are. Oh, Bush. It, it's sitting on my life force. Like, it's squeezing. It's got me around the neck. That's what I feel like. So, um, the worst thing is as well, obviously, you've got to get on with life and go into town and go and do the big shop and all that kind of stuff. And I just hate bumping into people because they must just think that I'm like a like a crack addict or something, shuffling around in shorts. You know, with T-shirts with, like, food on them. Because I, I can't be bothered to change it because I'm sleeping on the floor because my back's so bad. So, oh, man, it really is. My dad's got a phrase of get the gun. I feel like get the gun. <laughs> I was well going to say something to, like, basically about putting you out to pasture, but I thought it was too oh, cruel. I'd love that. But you know what, Bush? We're in this together. I now have a bad back, too. So, I don't know. We're just going to have to give each other support. I'm not as bad as you. I'm hoping it's gone by, like, this afternoon. Oh, that'd be good. But I'm with you on it. How do you know how you might have done it? Sorry, we'll get on with. I can't tell you because you'll you'll slag me off. Oh, you, you can't just do that. You could, there's no way this podcast can continue this episode if you're going to say that. I and wasn't going to get into not it. Clarify. So basically, it's very hot at the moment, right? Right. And I have a fan that um, I was going to say sprays. That is incorrect. A fan that basically is directed at the bed where I sleep. And because it's so hot, I've been kicking my leg out of the duvet, okay? And so I've sort of been presenting my bottom, you might say, to the outside world, whoever is outside the bed. (laughs) To whoever is outside the bed, right, okay, yeah. And I feel like I woke up this morning and the fan was blowing on the bit where my back was hurt. So I think maybe I caught a draft, as my granny would say. Have you ever heard of catching a draft? The only time I've ever heard of catching a draft is someone dies of a draft in uh, Wuthering Heights and it's just wound me up to this day. I think they leave a window open and someone dies. It's like, it doesn't work like that. Well, so you reckon you've got a sore ass because, it's no, because not, of a draft? No, it is my lower back. Slash bottom. It's your ass. But it's my... <laughs> So basically, basically, my granny used to always say, I have a chill. And I'd be like, what does that mean? And she'd be like, I have a chill on my bladder or a chill on my kidneys. And I'd be like, what does that mean? And she'd be like, you know, basically she got cold in that area of her body. And then therefore that organ was acting up. (laughs) And I never believed it until recently. I woke up, the fan was blowing at that muscle and that muscle was sore. And I was like, oh my God, I have a chill on my back. And I'm sticking to a bush. I, I really feel like I have a draft. I caught a draft. Uh, genuinely, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you've, you tell me a story of like your, your nan has put leeches on you or something like that. She's got a kind of uh, apocryphy. Apocryphy. Oh, how do you even say it? Apocryphy. Apo- apothecary. Is that how you say it? I think so. One of them. She sounds like one of them. But look, so if you've got any back uh, remedies, recipes, anything goes, we'll welcome it on this podcast. Get in touch now. Uh, find us on Instagram, A to Z of the 90s podcast. A to Z of the 90s podcast on Instagram, that's correct. Slide into our DMs, we encourage it. But just don't give us a chill on the ass. Let's get on with this episode. It was my back. Right then, we are tackling the L's today. If you remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, I uh, incorrectly said that L's was a little while back because I had a problem with... I get very confused around the JKL bit of the alphabet, which is, which is tricky when you're doing a, a podcast series like this, do you know what I mean? Um, but we're going to be dealing with stuff from the 90s that begins with L. 
Uh, before we even get going into it, we just want to say how proud and chuffed and over the moon we are to be featured in Apple Podcasts, uh, stroke Apple Music's features in Remember When. I love that browse page on podcasts, I have to say, um, Apple Podcast app, because I'm always looking for new podcasts. And when I scanned down, right, I was like, ooh, there's a new Game of Thrones podcast. That's interesting. Kept going. Only bloody A to Z of the 90s was there. Oh, we hit the big time. We hit the big time. And it's great to see our um, iconic Mr. Blobby painting, uh, painted by the brilliant uh, Darren Riley, a.k.a. Pancho Ballads, there, handling the ball like Maradona did uh, back in the 80s as mm. well. So it was great to see it there, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're in the little nostalgia sort of section, which I was very proud of. So yeah, big ups to Apple Podcasts. Thank you for uh, thank you for noticing us. Thank you for noticing us. And if you're a new listener, as a result of us being given a bit of uh, attention or spotlight, we hope you don't we don't let you down in this episode and we can keep you with us. Oh God, Jay Bush, that means pressure's on. It is. Pressure's on big time. So let's not screw this up. Well, let's get straight into it. Stuff from the 1990s, beginning with L. Uh, Rui has gone straight in with one, which I thought we'd lead with. Uh, and it's a computer game that I'm concerned, Louise, that you may never have heard of before. Okay. Um, but it's called Leisure Suit Larry. Do you remember Leisure Suit Larry? No. Now, it goes back to the, the, the very beginning of um, the whole video game thing where... You, uh, what has happened now is that you you know the kind of limits of what games can do. But back in like the 90s or the late 80s, um, you didn't know how far a game could go. Do you know what I mean? It was like this kind of brave new world. And let's just suit Larry. I mean, I don't know the background story to it, but he was like a he was like a bit of a bit of a one, bit of a lad, mm. and he was going around just being a bit saucy. And it was it was a bit kind of a rude. It was like the first ever rude video game. You're joking me. No, it was a bit of blue. It was genuinely a bit of blue. But I think he was like out and about doing stuff, and there was like there was like boobies on there and stuff like that as well. So so for like a kid, you're like, whoa, this is this is blew your mind back in the day, Leisure Suit Larry. Okay, so hang on. So it's this dude going around and seeing boobs. So like, are there saucy ladies and sexy ladies in it? There is the sexy ladies. There's an outrageous amount of innuendo. Uh, let's just see here on Wikipedia uh, as to what the actual. Um, plot was for yeah, Leisure Suit Larry. Leisure Suit Larry uh, is an adult-themed video game. The games follow Larry. Larry Laffer is his name, a balding, double entendre-speaking, uh, <laughs> leisure suit-wearing man in his 40s. <laughs> now, back in the day, 40s, he just seemed like an old man. Now, mm. that's me. Mm. Uh, the stories generally revolve around his attempting, usually unsuccessfully, to seduce attractive young women. As of 2011, listen to this, the series has sold 10 million copies. So even though it seems by these, by the current standards, that's a terrible example of toxic masculinity, it's sold a lot of games. So you wouldn't get away with it now, Bush, would you? The game's gone. The game, well, it's not gone, but it's just changed. It's just different. I'm not saying it's bad or worse. It's just changed. And tell me this. So um, this was the first of its kind. Was it its one and only sort of blue video game? Or was that like, was there a few of them around at the time? You see, I, I don't. I've not noticed a mucky video game since. Mm. I like the. I like the idea of. I do like the idea of a mucky video game. That'd be good, wouldn't it? If anyone's listening to this and they know a mucky video game, because I know that at the end of uh, Mass Effect, uh, the video game series on like Xbox and PlayStation, you could. I think you could try and get other members of your <laughs> spaceship crew into bed. What? Not in like a weird way, but like, you know, obviously they're living together on a spaceship. So you could like, you choose like, it's like a role playing game. So you might say, uh, offer Linda a space coffee. And then one thing leads to another. You end up in bed together. So that's a little bit mucky, but not quite as mucky as Leisure Suit Larry, who's just a sleazy, you know, trying to goose ladies for a load of games. If you can think of one, get in touch on the uh, on our uh, Instagram and tell us. In the A to Z of the 1990s, L is indeed for Leisure Suit Larry. Bush, what does goosing mean? 
<laughs> Goosing is an old-fashioned phrase for um, whoa, firing up the ladies. What's the phrase? Like, uh, I don't know, um, but your actions are really saying something else. I should else. stop doing that hand movement, shouldn't I, when I say it? <laughs> Goosing is just being a bit cheeky okay. and, uh, and flirting with the ladies. Wow, okay, okay. You, it, you know, I've never heard I've of Goosing I've never heard of Goosing before. in my whole life, no. no, no, no okay, no. I'll... Uh, I might need to double check that afterwards. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go straight in with live and kicking on a Saturday morning. Love it. Love that programme. I think it's how we got introduced to, uh, certainly, I don't think he was around much before this, Andy Peters and Emma Forbes. Remember that, Bush? I do, I remember. I, I, I feel bad for Andy Peters now because I feel like he's trapped in this kind of uh, parallel universe where he's forced to walk around on beaches but then talk about premium rate text competitions for winning holidays that's all he seems to do now on on good morning britain do you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean and also this was our first introduction to john barrowman as well what he was on live and kicking he used to do the uh, showbiz section do you not remember that well i didn't know that i wasn't aware of that in a million years what are your thoughts on john barrowman oh w- he seems like an all right guy i wouldn't want to be on a long train journey with him <laughs> i don't think i think uh, i think he'd do me head in i think i'd be going back and forth from the canteen bit and just getting more and more strong lager shut up john I'm sick of it. Everyone in the whole carriage is sick of it, John. Put your earphones in like everyone else is. Read a paper. I see, I feel like he might be kind of high octane on a train journey. I'd start chatting to you. See, my other half, Katie, right? Mm. She'll go on a train journey. This is before we met. And she'd happily look forward to start chatting to other people. No, the, Bush, uh, no. I hate that. Why would anyone do that? Do I, you do that? And I wouldn't. I, I do my best to avoid even eye contact with people. I Good. have. Um, I have these noise cancelling headphones, Bush, okay? And they cost me a bit of money, but my God, were they worth it? And you put them on and you actually switch them on and it blocks out all sound that's going on around you. And then I downloaded an ambience app. And so I turned oh, yeah. the ambience app on and it's just like a babbling stream with some chimes, bird singing. So a lot of the times I have these headphones on just so people won't talk to me. Not listening to music, not listening to a podcast, just yeah. listening to a babbling stream. I love that. There's the outside risk you might piss yourself, but at least no one's going to try and talk to you. Who on earth gets on a train, though? Because I, I, a lad who used to produce the uh, Christian O'Connell breakfast show, lovely guy called Gurr. Do you remember Gurr? Oh, yes, I do. Geordie lad. And he used to look forward to going back home up north. And what he would do is get a bottle of red wine and then see who he gets sat opposite <laughs> and then have a big old chat. And that used to make my skin crawl. It's like, girl, what the hell are you doing? Leave people alone. Who does that on a train? Do you remember I was talking about chat roulette recently? That is like the real life chat roulette. I can't, like, you could be, oh, I just can't, Bush. It actually, it makes me feel a little bit physically sick and I'm starting to have like a minor panic attack. So if you're listening to this and you're one of those people that enjoys chatting to strangers on the train, sort your act out. What is wrong with you? In the 80s and the 1990s, L is also for L7. Do you know the hard rock girl band from the 90s, L7, Lomo? What are they saying, Bush? Pretend that we're dead. Sing it for we me. We pretend that we're dead. We pretend that we're dead. I feel like that was a really good rendition and unfairly Thanks. I haven't picked up on what they are. No, so tell me all about them, please. The reason that they're famous, mm. the reason that they are famous is that they did a very iconic performance on The Word, mm-hmm. obviously with Terry Christian, iconic t- a TV show from the 90s. Uh, Darren Riley, the, the amazing uh, artist who drew our uh, logo for yeah. this podcast, suggested this this week. And this, I remember watching this moment on, on TV because I think my nan was visiting from Liverpool. So it was me, my brother, my mum and my dad, my nan and granddad from Liverpool. And we were watching The Word. And it was always a risk watching The Word with parents mm-hmm. or elders, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because it, 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 it could, could go anywhere, bit, yeah. that show. Anyway, the, the lead singer of L7, as far as I can remember, 
dropped her jean shorts during the final bars of the last song, and she had the hairiest... Uh, what word can I use? Tuppence. Your usual. She had the hairiest tuppence I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay, hang on. I've never hang seen anything on. like it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. Back up a second. This woman was performing on a TV show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yes. Her song with her band L7. Uh-huh. And in the last few lines of the song, she dropped her jean shorts. Yeah. Was going commando. Yep. So had no knickknacks on. No knickers at all. And I, I'm going to say it. I was going to say Biff. She had the hairiest Biff I've ever seen in my entire life. Was she full bush? Oh, God. Absolutely. This, this, yeah. It was, it was something else. So, it was something else. I, I can't get over this. So this is, this is happening in, on live television. Yeah, yeah. And then the camera went, oh, the, the director was like, my God, get to the back. Go, go behind her. And then it was just God, the bottom. Don't go behind her. <laughs> Was she doing this for a greater cause? It reminds me of something like, I don't know, Sinead O'Connor tearing the picture of the Pope on American television. She was doing that for a bigger purpose. Was this woman showing her Lady Garden for a reason or was it just... No, no. There was no, there was no kind of like statement. It was just pure shock value. But I've been trying to like work out in my head how I can can convey it if you've not seen it. Mm. It looked hair-wise a little bit like the top of one of those trolls that kids have as toys and they brush their hair. Don't ruin those trolls for me, Bush. <laughs> In the A to Z of the 1990s, uh, thank you, Darren Riley, L is for L7 and the hairy tuppence. Okay, um, I'm going to bring up uh, something that was around in the 90s and I got introduced to it in the 90s. It's still around now. Maybe not so much, but um, we have to talk Speed. about... Speed. <laughs> we have to talk about links, Bush. Oh, my word. Yes, we do. We have to talk about links because... So I've told you before about what Irish college is, have I? Irish what? Irish college. No, I don't even know. What, what is that? Okay, so basically when you live in Ireland and you're young, um, you're in school. And for obviously as an Irish person, as an Irish student in a, in a school, you need to learn the Irish language, Bush. And it's a really hard right. language to, to speak. So for three weeks of the summer holidays, you get sent to what is called Irish College or the Gaeltacht, which is the Irish word for it. Um, you go, oh. yeah, and you go and you're probably about 12, 11, 12, 13, okay? And uh-huh. you go and your parents send you to these like, so I went to Donegal and you stay with these families in houses and they put say four or six of you in a bedroom in bunk beds and every day you get up and you go to a school in the middle of nowhere in this tiny little village and you get taught Irish. And 
and all the boys go from various schools and all the girls go from various schools. Let me tell you, Irish is the last thing you're learning on that trip, okay? I bet I bet you all in the same beds together and away from your parents. Irish is the last thing on the list. You come back a woman from Irish college, okay? You go a little girl and you come back a woman. They just don't care. Like, of course they lay out the rules when you get there and you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. There was a place called The Cope, which was their little sort of shop that you'd go to to buy like your sweets and stuff on a Friday. And, bu- right. and on a Friday evening behind The Cope, you would be there was just teenagers lined up and everything was going on. Johnny's, Johnny's everywhere. Uh, well, it wasn't that far now, Bush. It wasn't quite that blue. But, so do you watch um, Derry Girls? Of course. You watch Derry Girls? So they did. They did something like that. Where there was some some lads from the north, uh, the south, were bussed up to meet them in the north. Mm. So was it North and South Ireland, or was it all within Southern Ireland? Well, your, we went to. Well, we, I don't think. I'm sure there were Irish colleges in in Northern Ireland, but the one I went to was in Donegal, which is sort of north, but not within the six counties. Let's not get onto that conversation. Involved in that. <laughs> but not that kind of podcast. That kind of podcast. But it was like literally because Irish was so hard and you had to take it in your junior search, which is the GCSE and the A-levels, you were sent off to this college on a big bus. I remember the bus so well. And you would scope out on that bus. Okay, who am I going to score? Which is what you'd call. Who are you going to score? Which is like French kissing on this trip. And it was where I had my first boyfriend. It was where I had a lot of first experiences. And it was amazing. Absolutely loved it. I really didn't want to go. And I came back not wanting to go back home again. I was like, that was awesome awesome it sounds amazing though what a brilliant way of like because that's that's the big thing in that era like you can go a long time without oh you've not kissed anyone yet or you've never had a girlfriend never had a boyfriend doing irish college and irish college when you first started talking about it Mm -hmm. it did sound like a nickname for like a sex act Mm -hmm. or something do you know i mean it's got a kind of like code name vibe about it but like irish college get sent off somewhere and just like absolutely go crazy kissing each other and stuff kissing each other and then you'd play you know something at the end called beat the slapper where everyone would just score as many people as you could on the same night Wow, so it was, it was quite a party over there on that, uh, that in Ireland, isn't it? Unbelievable, you know I mean? and then it was also played on the bus home. It was incredible. But the reason I bring that up is because that is the first time I smelt Lynx Africa, and Dude. it did something to me. And now I associated with the male form, and I associated with an intimate moment, and I can, I can literally <laughs> smell it. If someone passes me on the street, I'm like, he's wearing Lynx Africa. It's unbelievable. It, it is that kind of high karate, uh, soap on a rope type scent of the adolescent male, isn't it? It's huge. And also, I remember, you know, it was a huge staple at Christmas, wasn't it? Get them the Lynx set, will you? We'll get anyone who's between 11 and 19, get them yeah. the Lynx Christmas set and they're sorted. And, and do girls do girls have a links thing or not? Or is it just guys that have links? We don't have do links. links. I mean, as we've talked no? about before, we had impulse. Impulse, which yes. Which was the body spray. Um, but I know, we didn't have links. It's such a male smell bush. I just love it to this day. Fantastic. Well, listen, I've never heard of that before. So that, that's, that is the, the cultural sharing that this podcast is. Hands over the Irish Sea for a big hug. Uh, in the A to Z of the 1990s, L is for... Links. Oh, I see. And the, in brackets, Irish College. Uh, I've, got, I've got to read out this um, tweet that someone sent us for this week's episode uh, from a guy called Paul. Uh, he says, uh, L has to be for Lorena Bobbitt chopping off J.W. Bobbitt's Johnson oh, yeah. and throwing it from her car. 
He then gets it sewn back on and makes some adult movies. Drama and blue. What more could you ask for? I mean, I was aware of the whole Bobbit thing, but I'd kind of forgotten about it until Paul has just laid out the exact details there. And it's pretty unbelievable, really, isn't it? That yeah. that was the thing. So was he a cheater? What happened? Was he cheating and she cut off his knob? What, what, was the de- what were the details of it again, Bush? I'm not too sure. I think he was. I think he was up to no good. So she... Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's have a little quickly, look. Let's have a little look here because... It deserves. Um, it deserves the context. Right now, I'm searching for this online. I don't want to see a photo. I don't want to see a photo. All the, the first search that comes up is the moment John Bobbitt realised his wife had cut off his penis. Mm. So this is going to be an eye-watering article. He says it was a nightmare. Well, I'm sure it was a nightmare, John. Uh, basically, yeah, he'd gone to sleep and then he woke up and she cut it off. Do you know what's weird, Bush? I feel like you'd wake up during the process. I feel like... Wouldn't you? Like, so I'd, A, I'd love to know what she cut it off with. Was it like... A bread knife, a, like a steak knife or like a scissors. Um, and secondly, how did he only wake up after it was gone? You think after the, the very first contact knife to peen, you'd go, yep. oh, what's going on? You know? What do you mean? I I mean, I'll wake up if uh, a uh, window's banging yeah. or there's a, a shutter mm. banging because it's windy. And then this guy's only woken up in the morning after he's had his, um, his Johnson removed. Mm-hmm. I think she had a knife. It sounds pretty grim, doesn't it? It's absolutely horrific, although I do remember at the time uh, thinking she was a bit of a ledge. Just thinking, like, if he's going to cheat, cut it off at the source. Quite literally, cut him off at the source. Yes, and I don't think I don't think anyone cheated on her after that, did they? It's, it's a way to send a message. Maybe they should have mentioned that in uh, Irish college as well going forward. So yeah. if uh, any of these guys, you know, thinking of a relationship in the future, you want to send a message, just check out what happened over there with the Bobbits. Now, Bush, uh, I think yeah. that he got it sewn on and he did a porno. I always say that a lot on this podcast. Did he do a porno is like my... Is like my 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 catchphrase. catchphrase. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, I'll have. A, well, here we are on my t-shirts, and you can have. Uh, did he did he do a porno <laughs> on uh, it? Question mark on your t-shirts. He did. Yes. He went on to do adult movies. So at first, something that would seem like an absolute nightmare, as he said himself, it's actually opened the doors of uh, opportunity for him a little bit. You know so, when um <clears throat> like someone like like has a finger sliced off or something, and you have to put yeah. it on ice. Or else it turns like a horrible sort of brown colour. Do you think yeah. he got it on ice? Or do you think he's just walking around with like a really brown ashy wang? <laughs> that is a question I can't answer, Louise. I'm not sure. It's all down to the timeline, which is I think what we've been trying to get at uh, in this podcast is like time wise. How long was it from her with the old bread knife to him realising what's happened mm. and then ending up in uh, A&E. If you, if you have any details mm-hmm. on that, do get in touch via our Instagram page and put our minds at rest. But in the 80s of the 1990s, L, thank you from Paul, is Lorena Bobbitt. What I'm going to throw at you, Bush, is um, just ladettes in general. I don't think we, yes. we can go without talking about them. Um, obviously, Sarah Cox was a ladette. She's not anymore. Um, she was on our, our podcast at the beginning, um, as was Denise Van Eyten, the original uh, ladette. Oh, yeah. uh, it launched a lot of careers, and um, I think it launched a lot of fantasies back in the day. But you can tell me more about that. Well, I mean, I remember watching The Girly Show, and I would love to go back and watch the girly show, which you know Sarah hosted that, didn't she? Mm. And uh, was I don't know if Denise Van Outen was on it or not. Was she I'm the not big sure, breakfast? But, I think. Oh, that was a yes. Yeah. So, but I, I look back at that era and I look back at the nineties, and, it, and it, there was a lot of it that was bad, definitely bad. And there was a lot of it that was good, but it was just a bit easier to know where you stood with stuff. It was quite black and white mm-hmm. in the 90s, wasn't it? You know, and definitely you look back at some of the kind of like lad culture. I mean, we were just talking about the, the Woodstock 99 yeah. uh, documentary that's out on Netflix at the moment. It, it feeds back into this weird 
um, frat kind of sexualized kind of party thing that was going on in the 90s. And that was like the dark side of this kind of, because it was a party decade, mm-hmm. wasn't it, as well? Uh, and, you know, being a ladette was kind of part of that beer and acting like men and having to be like men to, to, to cut through and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know what, like, women now would think of that kind of, term what do you think of ladette now if you were to hear that phrase well it's funny because like i hear what you're saying they feel like they had to do that to cut through i i actually think something different i think that they were basically saying we can have beer we can drink beer we can go and get larry we can go on hen parties just like you go on stags but they were sort of just saying do you know what we can go out and get rowdy too we're human who's to say that we have to act like i'm doing air quotes here ladies you know it's 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 bull so i think you know i actually kind of like that culture i think if you want to go out and do that go out and do that if you want to go stay in and act payment and proper that's also cool too i think as a woman just do whatever the hell you want and whatever feels right to you no i totally agree i mean i did a gig not that long ago with uh, louise wenner from uh, sleeper mm. who obviously iconic i would guess is kind of in one that you know female fronting a band indie band ladette type of thing from the 90s and she said it was a real mix of you know being able to inspire people and it being amazing and and you know very rare to have a female fronting up a group like that but then also she, she had to deal she said with quite a lot of um, annoying sexism from the media and mm-hmm. the way that they talked about her and all that kind of stuff i think reading it now you'd be like oh my god i can't believe people used to speak that I know, way it's you know so I mean? cringy isn't uh, in the A to Z of the 1990s, L is for Ladette. Another one got a chuck in the mix. A lot of people have suggested it uh, on Twitter over the week. Is another video game, but you must have heard of this one, Louise. Lemmings. Lemmings, of course. Good old lemmings. Yeah. Now, now let's just deal with this first off, right? Do lemmings in real life commit suicide en masse? I mean, I hope not. But I, I mean, I've heard that they that they maybe do that why would you make that up for a video game that there's loads of lemmings you've got to help lemmings you've got to help lemmings kill themselves like a dignitas clinic or something <laughs> that's kind of weird isn't it just, imagine that imagine going into like ubisoft and saying look guys stop what you're doing i've got a brilliant idea for a video game do you know what's weird i've never actually even thought about it properly like that but when you bring it to my attention it's kind of dark isn't it isn't it you know imagine that imagine this kittens imagine you take lemmings out of it no bush we're not kittens. killing kittens you've, you've got to help kittens kill themselves en masse and then get them to walk off cliffs or blow up or catch fire you'd be taken away wouldn't you do you know what I mean like you'd be profiled by the FBI as a potential serial killer you're a sicko bush the reason I love the game so much because I remember playing it on my dad's PC I don't know if anyone else listening to this had the same situation, but going back to the, the wonder of computers from back in the day, and you want the graphics to be brilliant and everything, mm. but nine, nine, 99% of the time, uh, you were beholden of your your parents' computer in mm-hmm. the office. Do you know what I mean? So, and it was just VGA graphics, and nothing worked on it properly. So the best game graphics-wise that we could play, and at the time it was like a revolution, on our parents' computer was Lemmings. So thank you to Obstructed View on Twitter for suggesting that. It was indeed iconic. Right then, running out of time, Louise. So let's wrap up with uh, some more that have been chucked in, beginning with L for this week. Uh, a lot of people suggesting lad mags, like Loaded yeah, and stuff FHM. like that as well. Yeah, uh, which, which goes back to the Ladette thing we were talking about a little bit earlier on uh some of it a bit weird but also some of it completely different and iconic and uh taking a kind of bit of culture and taking it to the next level yeah. so good and bad with those kind of things do you want as well i like the, the olden days of just looking at a photo and thinking for you know like now you have to have like awful awful videos that people have out there whereas again going back to the uh slightly more um nostalgic view of romance the good old days of a still image i mean, you know what I mean? Bush, top shelf nothing is left to the imagination anymore online literally isn't nothing. it isn't it 
Uh, someone says, speaking of which, Monica Lewinsky. Oh, yeah, we talked about Bill Clinton and B, yeah. And then um, Matt says, uh, Linda Lasade, who was a page three model. She was a babe. The 80s and the 90s, who inexplicably, there's a thing in British pubs where you, every time you bought a pack of uh, KP nuts, it revealed a different section of Linda Lasade who was nude behind it. Christ. A little bit like uh, in catchphrase with a super catchphrase. <laughs> Different oh times. my god okay I've got a few to throw in Bush if that's okay go on uh, Lauren go Hill it. absolutely still obsessed with her that was my first gig the Fugees back in the 90s so she's got to oh, go yeah. in there Liam Gallagher in general just Liam amazing he's a legend still going as well so, the, the final great rock and roller we've got just insane Laura Croft what a babe again it's, it's the yin and yang of stuff in the 90s both good and bad mm. and then uh, finally I can't believe you didn't mention your favourite band Who's that? You did not mention your favourite band and they begin with L and that of course is Lighthouse Family. Oh my, do you know what? I, there was a couple of people who suggested Lighthouse Family and I, I said to myself, I'm not talking about them. <laughs> I'm not mentioning them because when I used to work on a different radio station, we used to play them all the time and he used to do my nutting. <laughs> you absolutely despise them, don't you? It just gets me really wind, wound up. How did that, no offence to Lighthouse Family, but how did it get to that? How did they get that famous? I mean, they're laughing because they sold millions. So the joke's on me, if anything. Ocean Drive. Lifted is an is a banging tune, Bush. Come on. Right, right. Well, that is it. We're wrapping it up this week. You've you've crossed the line, you and your Irish college. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for getting involved. You can get in touch with us, Louise. What's our Instagram again? A to Z of the nineties podcast on Instagram. Come and say hi. If not on Twitter, at Bush on the radio. Uh, the producer is the brilliant uh, Ross Ramsey Golding, and we will see you next week. He double checks now because I've got the letters wrong a couple of weeks to, uh, on the trot now when I've been saying what's coming up next. M. We're going to be doing M, things that begin with M from the 1990s next week, and we will see you then. Take care. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.